we're starting our series this morning, our Christmas series, um, we've entitled God With Us, which uh, Emmanuel, you'll, you'll hear that, uh, that song in this season, means God with us. And we're going to explore what that truly means over these next few weeks, and it's all going to lead towards our Christmas Eve service. So um, as Ben just prayed, continue to pray for that service. Truly continue to pray um, for the kingdom to grow. Uh, on that on that awesome Saturday night that we're going to have. But we have things to discuss now. There's things that we want to talk about now in terms of God with us. When, when Jesus came to this earth and was born, he set off in eternal work, right? It, a domino fell that is continuing to fall to this day. It was not God was with us. Jesus came and he was born in a manger and he lived this life and he died on a cross and then he went to heaven and then he's up there now and we believe here, but we're living amongst ourselves now. No, no, no. It wasn't Jesus was with us for a time. It is that Jesus, God is with us now as much as he was then. All right. And so how do we operate in that? How do we work with that? It, it, because it's such an amazing thing. It sets God apart from every other lowercase g God on the planet that he came to be with us. Right. He chose to be with us and continues to be with us as we walk out this life here on earth. Hebrews 13 says that God will never, never. Everyone say never. never. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He is always with us. And as we talk about this, I think immediately, even maybe right now, you're sitting in your seat and you're thinking about the, the hard things in your life that you're going through. You're saying, oh, thank God that you are with me in that. And we, we kind of tend to associate God being with us primarily to negative things in our life to the hard seasons in our life. And, and, and you know what? It's amazing that he is in those times. And he is. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that in this series. But today, we're going to flip it a little bit. And we're going to talk about the fact that God is with us in the good times as well. All right? God is with us in the amazing times as well. He's with us in all of it. And that's why this morning we do baptisms the way that we do, because they are a celebration. They are a good thing, and they are a God thing, and he is with us in these times. And y'all, we need to remember that, okay? We need to remember that God is fun, God is good, he is full of joy, and this is a season that we can rejoice in him. Think about this for a second, y'all. We just baptized seven kids and two adults, all right? Seven kids. I would, all day, every day, rather baptize seven kids and two adults than two kids and seven adults. Because that means that we are getting them young, God's got his hand on them young, and they are building a foundation from an early age. I don't know if y'all have been paying attention or not, but this world is after our kids. It is after our kids, and it is becoming more blatant, and more obvious, and I would even say more arrogant, and it's attack on kids, but thank God for people like Rachel Brom, our kids minister, who pours into these kids, and loves on them, and shares the love of Jesus with them, so that at six, seven, eight, nine, whatever years old, they're getting in a tub in front of y'all, in front of adults, and declaring Jesus as their savior. Don't tell me God's not good. That's what it is all about. And so we celebrate him because he's good, because he's fun, and because he's awesome. 
John chapter 2 begins with this story of Jesus going to a wedding. And we're only going to read the first two verses. It says this. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there. And Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. Okay, so let's just pause for a second. Jesus did not crash this wedding. All right? He didn't just show up at this wedding. Jesus was invited to a party. And in the Jewish culture back then, there was nothing greater. The epitome of a party was a wedding. Ain't no party like a Jewish wedding party, because Jewish wedding party don't stop, all right? Literally, they like went on for days, all right? And, and you were even judged socially by how well your wedding was, all right? That's why if you go on and continue reading this story, when they ran out of wine, this was a big deal. Some of y'all are like, yeah, it's a big deal. I'm like, we need to pray for y'all, okay? But we're not even getting to that part. But they invited Jesus in to the best party that they could possibly throw. Think about that. Because Jesus makes good times better. All right? Jesus makes a good time even better. Jesus, y'all, listen, is not a party pooper. All right? He's not a party pooper. He's not a Debbie Downer, right? Debbie Downer, you know? That's not Jesus. He makes a good time better. And he also makes hard times better. I don't know if you all got the, the, the news this week, but um, our beloved friend, colleague, and sister in Jesus, Carol Lee, who has been here for over 40 years teaching at Beaches Chapel. She was my K3, I think, teacher, kindergarten teacher. Uh, many of us who went to school here had her, and she went home to be with Jesus uh, this week. And we're going to have a service for her on Tuesday at 11 o'clock. And I'm telling you right now, like I told her husband, we're having a full band for worship because God is going to be in the room in what should be a time of, of deep sorrow. And there is going to be sorrow and grieving, but there is also going to be joy and there's going to be celebration because that's what Jesus does in a room. Whether it's a good thing or a not so great thing, he brings joy because it's all about him. If you would like to donate a meal to that service, you can do so. Uh, you, we, we sent an email out last night. You can check your email and just click on the perfect potluck link. You can serve. You can talk to Marty and Jim Monroe uh, today. But uh, 40 plus years of service, not teaching, of service. What an amazing thing. And so we're going to honor Carol and we're going to honor her family. But um, y'all, that's what Jesus does. He changes the atmosphere in a room to celebration. And he makes a good time gooder. Thank you for that, Lord. <laughs> Psalms 31 verse 19 says, How abundant are the good things that you have stored up for those who fear you, that you bestow in the sight of all on those who take refuge in you. You could almost rewrite the last part of that verse, those who take refuge in you, to those who invite you in. To those who invite you into their lives, who say, I'm having this going on. Jesus, here's your invitation to join in what we are doing. And not just in the hard things, but in the good things as well. God is a good God. I know there's some of us in here that need to hear that this morning. I need to hear that this morning. God is good. We're going to sing a song in a few minutes as we close our service called Good. Good. 
statement says, you are good, you can only be good. You can't be anything else, and that is God. And so when we experience good things in our life, doesn't it make sense then to invite Jesus into those so he can make them even gooder, so he can make them better? James chapter 1, starting in verse 16, says, Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. I love that. Don't be deceived. Don't get it twisted. You didn't stumble into this good thing, right? It, it wasn't by accident that this has happened to you in your life. This celebration that you are a part of, this morning, what we partook in, don't get it twisted. That wasn't by accident. Don't be deceived and think that that was just something that happened. No, 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 no. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. He gave it to you. I want all, just consider for a second, consider for a second the good things in your life right now. I want you all to do that. Consider the good things in your life. They came from the Lord. Every single one of them. When the Bible says every, it means every. There's no asterisk. There's no, oh, except for that little thing. You kind of did that yourself. You earned that. No, no, no. All of it is from the grace of God, our Father, who knows how to give good gifts to us. Every good and perfect gift comes from God, our Father. Thank you, Jesus, for that. We invite Jesus into the crises of our lives, health, finances, marriages, children, all those things. We can fall on our knees in a moment's notice when life is not going the way that we want it to go. And again, thank you, Jesus, that he wants us to do that in those times. He tells us to. But we need to start learning to invite Jesus into the great things in our life as well. All the celebrations, the job promotions, the weddings, the vacations, the whatever it might be, the evolution of Trevor Lawrence as a franchise quarterback for our Jacksonville Jaguars. Listen, y'all, last week, I, I need prayer. <sighs> We're at home, and, you know, God is good because he has planned it that the Jags play at 1 o'clock right when our youngest daughter takes her nap, which allows me to watch the games. And um, so she's going to keep taking naps at 1 o'clock for the rest of her life. Uh, you know, the game's coming down the wire, and I am standing up in my living room by myself, right? Like an idiot. <laughs> and they score that touchdown, and I'm freaking out. And then they score the two-point conversion, and I'm really freaking out. But it's not loud because our dog is, is, is napping. And if I wake her up, my joy over the Jags is going to turn to great sorrow because Jesse is going to kill me. So I'm just sitting there going, yes, yes, thank you, Jesus. That's not an exaggeration. Jesse's in the kitchen going, what is your problem? Like, God is good. I got my sermon for next week. <laughs> Texting the guys in the church, and then all of a sudden, like, they're about to lose it, too. So I got to cry. It's all the emotions, right? <laughs> we got to invite Jesus into those times as well. I'm serious, y'all. We Listen, good things happen to us that God gives us. 
Can we not forget about that? It'd be like on Christmas morning, you get a great gift, and you're like, wow, this is awesome, and never even bother to think of who gave it to you. That would not go over well in our house. But we do that. We unwrap these gifts, and we never say thank you. We never include Jesus in the celebration. I'll ask you a quick question. I'm gonna, I hope I don't open a can of worms here. But if you can, anyone in here, just real quickly shout out to me uh, or to all of us a Christmas tradition that you have. Real tree? That's a tradition? Jesus' birthday, uh, birthday party. Okay, well, okay. That's, that includes Jesus, all right? All right, KM, teacher's pet. All right, good. Uh, uh, we have a birthday party for Jesus. Uh, maybe I should preach that sermon. What is it? Black off bluff lights, yes, okay, off Gervin Road. All right, good. What are some other ones? Eggnog, okay. Anyone else? Turkey decorations? Cookie decorations, all right, cookie decorations, very good. Listen, we all have so many, right? Uh, okay, game's over, thank you all. <laughs> this is fun, I got more. <laughs> but you get the idea, right? There's all sorts of things that we do as traditions during this time of year, and they're awesome, they're great, they're fun. Listen, we're supposed to have those things. You know, we, we talk about Christmas, and a lot of times it's about the busyness of it, the schedule's too much, the stress of buying presents, and all those things in our calendar adds up so fast. But y'all, you know what else? Christmas can be and should be a lot of fun. This, that's why, that's why we, we have hot dogs for y'all after church this morning where you can go and hang out. That's why we have Christmas in the field in a couple weeks. That's why we do these things like wearing ugly Christmas sweaters and why in our house we've already watched Home Alone 1 and 2 about five times each, okay? We don't consider three and four and even a fifth, I think, even in the Home Alone genre. If you do, we'll pray for you after church as well. But we have these things because it's supposed to bring family together. It's supposed to be, bring friends together. But it's also supposed to highlight Jesus. And so whatever your Christmas traditions are, I want to really challenge you. Whether it's going and looking at the lights off Gervin, whether it's doing cookie decorations, whether it's doing what, whatever it might be, like getting a live Christmas tree, include Jesus in the conversations. Even if it's just driving in the car saying, thank you, Jesus, so much that we get to do this as a family. Thank you so much for this time that we have together. Let it all be for you, Lord. But let's start including Jesus in the fun and good things in our lives. We're going to have the band come back up this morning, and we're going to close with that song, Good. And I do believe that there are many of us in here that need to be reminded that God is good. That every good and perfect gift comes from him. That the good things that he has for us, when we invite him in, when we give him that invitation to come into our lives, are abundant. They are more than we can count. They are so many. It's all the presents under the tree. It's how God gives to us. If we invite him in. And I know this can be a challenging time. I know the busyness of the holidays is, is a lot for many of us. But let's not forget to celebrate the goodness of Jesus in our lives, in whatever tradition that you might have. And let's, let's truly do that. Let's celebrate Jesus. Let's stand and I'm going to pray for you this morning. Then we're going to worship, then we're going to go hang out outside. 
God, we love you. And we thank you for the testimony of nine people this morning declaring their love and their life to you. What an honor and a privilege it is for us as a church to join as one body celebrating your goodness in our lives. It's so good, Lord. It's so good. You are so good. Father, for those that have been struggling to find laughter in life, I pray that you would wrap them up in your arms. I pray that you would hold them close. I pray that you would speak the words that they need to hear specifically for them, but especially that they are your son, they are your daughter, and that you have not once left them, you have not once forgotten about them, you have not once turned your eye away from them, or never heard their prayers. You are near to the brokenhearted, Lord. And our joy, even in sorrow, our joy remains in you. And I thank you that you are a fun and good God and you love laughter. You love traditions. You love time together with family and friends, God. And I pray, Jesus, that that would be our gratitude towards those moments in this season would be magnified. That we wouldn't look at these as, as just traditions, but as your gift to us to be together. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We worship you now. In Jesus' name.